Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Episode 6 of Yellow Jackets, Key is over, but we are just getting started talking about it here on Post Show Recaps. It's the Yellow Jackets podcast. I am Jess Sterling here with my co-host, who gave me her goldfish to take care of for just today, Grace Leader. Don't kill it. I saw you holding it in your hand. It's supposed to be in the water. The little blip blip it did with his mouth was so sad. Yeah. As we talked about with Nicole, what is the name? G- Gilly the... The 14th Gilly. So- yeah, you almost need to, to make me get her a, a Gilly the 15th. Yeah. Might need a 15th Gilly. She did uh-huh. feed it after, at the very least. That's true. Yeah. Take um, care of it. Yeah. So at the top of the podcast, uh, we are going to get into some really sensitive topics. So just be aware of that. Major, major spoilers ahead. If you got here by accident, just just go watch the episode first and then return. Because uh, I'm about to give you some major, major spoilers. Um, okay, you've had enough time. Uh, if you haven't watched the episode, so yeah, we... We're going to be discussing birth, birth complications, as well as stillbirth. If any of those topics are difficult for you, please just take care of yourself. We'll have some resources listed in the show notes if you you or someone you know needs help with any of those things. Um, this episode, Grace, was so much. I really wish that they had given us the break between six and seven, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah, and then they did this thing where I, I kind of had gotten a heads up. Um, I accidentally clicked a spoiler tag, and you literally didn't say anything. You just said, this is a tough one, and you put in spoiler tags. I accidentally clicked it. And um, 
I actually found that that was quite helpful for me because I knew during all of the la di da that like there's another note that we haven't hit yet that has to be the disaster that is this episode and so i felt like that was really helpful i'm, I'm really surprised I, I mean it could be i i think showtime might have been one of the people who did uh, one of the networks who did do some of these content warnings and it might have been that just like as we are privileged people watching screeners that we really didn't yeah get, we don't um, anything I'm, I'm i'm not sure um what will be on the television or when the episode drops on streaming but yes i think that um, especially I think for you, Jess, where it is so like it's celebratory near the end. And that turns out to be Shauna imagining all that only to then give us a sort of nightmarish reveal. And then that to be revealed to be a nightmare, but there's still something bad that has happened is a really yeah. sad way to end the episode. Yeah. And I think we all... Even though I think most of the discourse I've seen has been, well, obviously the baby will be stillborn or like the baby doesn't make it out of the wilderness in some way, shape or form. I think most people were kind of on that page. You know, we've seen some of the, oh, this person is, this is Shauna's secret baby or, you know, we've seen some theories like that, but I think most people kind of assume that would happen. And I got to be honest, Grace, when I saw like, okay, blood and placenta coming out first. I've seen enough of like Grey's Anatomy and other shows to be like, probably not a great sign that placenta is coming out first. Um, but then, you know, the show showed me a baby and I thought, uh, okay, a little weird, but sure. It big just, baby. I always love uh, big, that baby big was babies huge. that aren't the baby that was clearly born. <laughs> like nobody's like, if you are, I don't know. I don't know what I think of you, but taking your baby exactly from being born to be like, we got to get this baby on this big screen. <laughs> yeah. Baby was a big baby. Um, big baby. And it was just, uh, yeah, it was really sad. Obviously on multiple levels because we see Shauna struggle to breastfeed the baby, right? So Sophie and Elise, I have to say, for as much as this episode was like so extremely difficult to watch, and it's certainly not one of my favorite episodes for probably obvious reasons, Sophie and Elise absolutely knocked it out of the park. Like every, you could see every single emotion, every change in emotion on her face. Like I was just so impressed by her this episode. Um, but it made it that much harder to watch when she's struggling to breastfeed the baby. And then you have Lottie breast. We'll get into all of that. Lottie breastfeeding the baby. Mm -hmm. And and then it turns out that, like, no, all of this was a dream. And I will say, like, I did feel like it got a bit gratuitous. And I usually don't say this about the show. I feel like they're usually fairly good about you mean what when they ate a baby. <laughs> yeah, like. Wait, like watching, um, watching Ty just like nom, 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 on like I thought it was Ben. I thought it was Ben being like, I know I didn't eat the preview. I know I didn't eat Jackie, but I'm yeah. little eating your little baby. Yeah, I'm like oh no, it was so awful. And like that part, I figured was kind of a dream. But then she wakes up from like that whole thing was a dream, and it turns out she lost the baby. And it is like so awful. And even if we were all expecting it, it doesn't stop it from being just so awful to watch it was heartbreaking especially because that's how we end the episode is shauna saying like oh you can't can't you hear him crying and there's not that, the big thing of the sad. needle drop like we usually get with yellow jackets it kind of just goes out on on her saying that over and over yeah it's tough i thought that i i, I think that this is an episode you know that this there's a thing that happened when uh, another show had a lot of scenes, a few in the season about just how hard childbirth is, which is House of the Dragon, and I 
remember there being a little bit of like, oh my gosh, do we need to see this? And again, I, I don't mean to like sit here and be like, oh my gosh, the plight of the podcaster, like our job is so hard. It's not, we get to like watch TV and we get to watch it early. So like, you know, I'm very happy that I get to do that. But it does put us in this position of like, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. And especially as somebody who um, can't or uh, you know, technology not there for me to be giving birth yet, um, but, uh, uh, you know, does not that, you know, I, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear how people weigh in because there is certainly the thing. And I think I think content warnings is probably the thing that needs to help. I know some people around House of the Dragon Time talked about, can we just put a QR code and if you want content warnings you put the qr code and you scan it and like you could like even customize it that's like i only want content warnings for like you know this specific thing of like miscarriage yeah. and then you scan it and it's like yep that's in this episode just so you know and so but the thing that happened there was also this sentiment of like yeah given birth is not easy it's not going to be easy uh in the wilderness i know during the fantasy scenes um fantasy i don't know if you can call it like my baby won't breastfeed uh, from me fantasy but she eventually the baby eventually does um but they're talking about how malnourished she is uh how, yeah. how, how malnourished shauna would be which would be why it'd be very hard to breastfeed and so there was this feeling of like yeah i mean on one hand it, it's hard to watch and on the other hand it is a thing that happens and still happens a pregnancy can still be dangerous uh pregnancy is still particularly dangerous for like uh, black uh, uh women in in america in particular so um and all these other groups that are, are more at risk so on one hand i'm like yeah it's awful i but then i also think that you know i i thought that the stuff with um Shauna in the in the um, interrogation room and how that plays into yes uh, timing time you know one of the the, beauty, the master class of shows that do these multiple timelines is the way that like something years down the line um, can like you know we can flash back to the to to those moments that really like how come this person is saying these words and when she's saying like you know I just didn't want a child I I think that that still could be true about Callie and there's also the world in which this is not true. Uh, um, she, she's just lying to the police, but I th also think there's definitely the, that like she is actually speaking about this baby that she lost um, uh, in the moment. Um, she says in the in the sort of like fictional, you know, dreamscape nightmarish um, scenario, she is talking about she's like, I'm sorry, I said I never wanted you. Um, so. From that aspect, I thought that that stuff is all really powerful. I think to your point, it's it's the one scene, right? It's it's everybody eating a baby that you're like, yeah, this is the show we're gonna talk about on the on the podcast yeah. is how when the scene when they all ate a baby, which they didn't do, but is still horrific and grotesque. And in the moment, they definitely want you to think they're eating a baby. So yes, okay. Let me let's do a quick plot plot quick plot recap before we dive too deep into to all of this stuff. So let's let's start there. Season two, episode six of Yellow Jackets, Key or Who in French, picks up where we left off two weeks ago. Shauna is in labor, but maybe let's focus on some of the other storylines first. <laughs> uh, Misty is the star she always wanted to be once the other cultists realize she knows Lottie and Nat, and she absorbs every ounce of fandom that she can. Nat, meanwhile, has lost her touch as a markswoman and gets some advice from Lisa about how suffering is inevitable and you should meet it with compassion. Nat nearly kills Lisa's fish, but instead dons some heliotrope-colored clothing and heads out to meet Van and Ty, who have made the trek to the compound after Misty gave them the heads up that Lottie is no longer in a mental institution. Van has no interest in staying, but gets sucked in by Lottie's appearance. 
Lottie goes back to therapy where she posits that she's never been ill and that the quote-unquote wilderness sent the Yellow Jackets back to her to show her that everything out there was real, that there was a power or a god in that place, and that they brought it back with them. Lottie approaches the rest of the group, and it is revealed that the cult compound is laid out to look exactly like the symbol. Okay, back to the rough stuff. Shauna's birth has complications, and she delivers her placenta first. She eventually passes out from losing too much blood and dreams that she gives birth to a healthy boy. She struggles to feed him at first. Speaking of feeding, she also dreams that the rest of the Yellow Jackets drug her and eat her baby. Shauna wakes up to the news of her baby actually being a stillbirth, and that's where we leave our Yellow Jackets this week. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Let's let's start. Uh, can I can I pause yes. it somewhere to start? Yes. Which please. is um, uh, us. Admit, well, t- I have one thing to admit that I'm wrong. Uh, that I kept being like, it was so weird how last season they were never concerned about Lottie, and in this episode they're like, oh no, Lottie isn't in a mental institution. Like, oh yeah, that's right. They just like assumed she was drugged and like wasn't speaking and all of this stuff. Yes. So that you know, it's kudos to, to the show for like giving you know, loop reminding me as an as an audience. The thing that I thought was very interesting coming to this episode is that we do not pick up from what Van and Lottie went to go to. Um, we're not supposed to be here. And the kiss and whatever, we we skip all of that. We um, yep. resume in Van's um, home slash- While you were uh, streaming, yeah. Yes, while you were streaming, uh, they're rewinding some videotapes and sorting. And it's like, yeah, you said we weren't supposed to be in the right place and you tried to kiss me, but uh, yeah, pretty normal, chill night other than that. And I- don't believe that. <laughs> oh, you think there is something that happened that evening that yeah. we don't know about right now? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still very much on Van is something. There's more to Van than we are being shown at the moment. She maybe even is very excited by the possibility of when Ty does go into um, uh, her alter ego because she's going to do stuff that she's not, I don't know what she's doing, but I feel like very suspicious to be like, so what a wild night and not see anything that happened the night before. Did they yeah. just eat dirt? Were they just eating dirt together? I no. So I don't think, okay. Based on Van's reaction to seeing Lottie at the end of the episode, which uh, we'll say so, so beyond thrilled oh. to have the yellow jackets all together in the present the time. Like I will say as much as this episode was very difficult to watch and like certainly not one of my favorite episodes them being reunited at the end was like okay yes amazing yeah, they were all lined up uh, yes. and they were a literal murderer's row yes yes <laughs> um so no i agree with you that like certainly something probably happened um i don't think it has anything to do with lottie just because of how like surprised and like the look on van's face in the present day made it seem like okay she hasn't seen lottie in a very long time um Mayas, what do you think about this grace what do you think about um, Ty's altar, you know, Issa, as we like to call her? What if Van has found it easier to um, kind of uh, release secrets or tell secrets, confide in Ty's altar? What if she did tell the altar, like, oh, by the way, I'm sick with cancer or I have an addiction. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell Ty. Like, what if she was able to unburden herself of all of these things to the altar, knowing that when Ty wakes up the next morning, she's not going to know any of it? I, I'm with you. I think the big piece for me, though, is like, we're not where we're supposed to be. And they they leave. They like go to leave. They leave so, the apartment. So, yeah. Where, where did they, they go? go? Where'd they go? That's my that's my big uh, question. I also love uh, Taisa uh, so so accurately uh, shades 
uh, van as Van says they're driving to the compound. He says, do you want to come in? She goes, no, I don't like to live in the past. And Tyson says, you own a, a, a videotape rental store. Yeah. It's <laughs> very funny. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like, I you know, every time I come on a podcast, I feel like I have these predictions and I'm like, all right, so we're going to see where Van and Ty go. And Ty's going to be in her alter ego. And then we in the next episode, it's like, so that happened last night and we didn't get to see any of it. And that makes me very, very suspicious. Does not quell any of my concerns that Van has more to do with, I would agree, not necessarily with Lottie, but of awakening the spirits, bringing back the spirits, uh, something like that. I feel like Van is still on. Oh, no. Watch out for the puppies in the neighborhood. (laughs) Oh, no. I know. I know. Just still high on my list of, um, you know, I I guess the one piece that like doesn't add up there is that. uh, Van has bills that she's owing. It comes up, right. Tyson notices the bills and asks. And you think that like that's the type of thing that the blood sacrifice should do is like come in, like the video store should be successful as you come in money. Right. But I do think the fact that she's taking pills for something else, um, like it could be she might be doing cancer treatment or whatever else it is, is Van, does Van actually, is there something more pressing that's important for Van to use some sort of blood sacrifice to answer her troubles that's not her story is her store not that yeah. important to her in the long run because there's something much more pressing like cancer or any other sort of thing yeah it's interesting right especially because when they when they have this conversation in the video store about like what happened the night before ty is trying to figure out who was the we that that her altar referred to she's like could it be us and Van gets very defensive of like there is no us. Yeah, that's not true. Like that's not a thing. It Miss makes he being me... like, are you guys dating? <laughs> no, she's yeah. dropping me off. <laughs> so I I will say I know that because there's a joke that Ty makes about miscongeniality and whether right. or not it falls into Sandy Good or Sandy Bad. That is a movie that came out in 2000. Oh come on, that's a... so oh, yeah 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 I'm right. Good call. So like. Does that mean okay? So that means that in order for Van to have this rant, they would have had to have been together in 2000, which means that right. that's two years after they they get back, right, from the wilderness. They, so, yeah, and they were at they were at um, Jeff and Shauna's wedding. Exactly. It seems so, like they're like good for a bit before they're not good. Exactly. Now I get the big vibes of like when they're in the car and they're talking about like, oh, are you dating? How are you? Like, are you trying to be happy? Are you dating? Uh, Van says, I get my needs met. She's on some yeah. apps, strictly casual. And Van, like, it seems like uh, Ty is like, I just want to make sure you're not, you're not giving up on love. And Van says, maybe I have, but don't flatter yourself. It's not because of you. So like, this is very interesting to me that Ty at some point in her life moved on, got married, had a kid, all that stuff. While as Van seems like uh, really messed up about it and that she hasn't seemingly had like serious relationships sense all of that so it definitely feels like there's more going on with van than meets the eye which i think is pretty obvious to say but i'm most excited for what is gonna happen now that all these yellow jackets are in the same place especially van and some of the others especially lottie specifically that is what i want to know about because that look on her face when Lottie turns around like the Greek goddess that so she dramatic. is, so right? Yeah. She has this like flowing blue dress thingy on and she's just like, yeah, she walks like she owns the place, which I guess she does. Um, I, I was trying to look up um, uh, dating apps to see if I could come up with a pun in terms of like, which like is the best one for like cult or cannibalism. I mm-hmm. Hinge could be like 
binge eating. I don't know. But then I was like, no, every, every, we know which, um, which app any yellow jacket will use, right? Jess? Oh, it's Bumble. It's Bumble. It's Bumble. It's obviously yeah. Bumble. They all use Bumble, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, their, their story is super interesting. Um, I, 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 do you think we're going to get a flashback to that moment between Van and, and Issa from the night before? Do we think we're going to see that at all? Or is it um, just going to be like reference to it at some point? I would have to ask um, you or our lovely listeners to remind me if we've ever seen like like in the modern day, have we seen like a flashback? Because I feel like what they do instead of a flashback is like we didn't need to flash back to Taisa killing the dog. We have like her wife, like Simone, find the dog. Right. So, I mean, like, the only time I can think of is in the same episode when we realized that Ty was imagining Sammy was there the whole time. Oh, glitter, glitter man as well. We get a little a few like. I feel like we get some scenes of like, a oh li- yeah, a little bit. I guess it's possible. These like little brief moments. I think certainly we, I think certainly, I guess the answer is like, yes, we, I, like whether or not we'll find out, I think either it will be like cut to in like weird memory phasey, yeah. like, like imaging of like them doing something weird or whatever they're doing, or, or we stumble upon like the information of like what they did through some other means like Taisa stumbling across like a you know another dead dog or whatever and it's just like oh i think i did that with Van. like that type of thing so i definitely think what they got up to i certainly think can be part of the story um moving forward yeah. but i definitely agree with you this like you know the 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 yellow jackets reunion i know last season we got a reunion but this feels like uh the this full reunion now that we have lottie and van in the mix as well and it just mm-hmm. that's so much star power in uh ensemble on the place almost exploded with the energy of that stardom there yeah but Um, yeah i mean it is it is lottie in this weird you know she's like on the i mean interestingly this is the first time matt has or nat sorry has changed into the clothes yes um this is she's wearing the purple clothing and they're all lined up and they've arrived and then lottie giving the really dramatic turnaround slow reveal walk over and the and the shot of that the compound um, has been built in the shape of the symbol it was all really, really good. It's really, really fun. Yeah. Great reveal. Let's stick with Lottie a little bit and talk about, so she goes back to her therapist and I do want to comment on the way this scene was shot mm-hmm. where we are sitting behind the therapist, kind of like over their shoulder mm-hmm. and we slowly zoom in on Lottie. And again, this therapist is so sus to me we haven't seen their face since the very first time that she saw that therapist which i thought she like hired at the for the compound like lottie has her therapist live on site i don't think so because she she travels off site she goes in like normie clothes you know she was wearing like jeans and stuff um but she says yeah so she says all of this stuff about how like maybe i've never been ill maybe it's always just been these visions and it was it was us it was a part of us the power of that place and she talks about and we see it in this episode obviously uh, when shauna is giving birth travis takes down the the animal skull and they kind of make their quote unquote offerings to it right and lottie says we did terrible things in its name uh, and i thought when we were rescued we left it there but now i realize that we brought it back with us this is fascinating that like they're treating this wilderness slash darkness as like a God of sorts. And it's interesting to me, Grace, like trying to fill in some, some pieces, some gaps in our knowledge of like, okay, we know that Lottie is saying we did terrible things in its name. And, but we also know that they, they make all these offerings and everything to it. And yet the baby is still 
born still, right? Like it is it whatever they did didn't work. Um yeah. and yet they obviously kept believing if she's saying they did terrible things in his name later on. Yeah, that's a good point. That's that is really interesting, actually. A point that I hadn't really thought about in terms of a stillbirth being that it's really one of the I mean, the 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 moose falls away as well. Like there are these things. And I, and I think I do like this because obviously you can't have like the wilderness. I, I, I think that this is a more compelling story of the, and I think the way in which a lot of people um, there is what their relationship with faith is, you know, is that not everything needs to go right or the way you want it to all the time to be able to, to sort of um, fully believe and, and have, right. and have faith that, you know, actually the reason why, like, you know, the way a lot of people explain these awful things that happen, if there is a God, how could a God do those? And it's to like test us or challenge us. And, and I think that what they, you know, uh, it'd be interesting to see from just like a faith perspective is what their reaction to the rest of them, what their reaction to the baby, um, you know, not living is in terms of what, what is the wilderness trying to tell them in that moment that it might be that was never supposed to be the thing that would help you. In fact, that right. would have been that, you know, we, jo we joked, I think a few weeks ago about like somebody, I think it's um, yeah. In the last episode where Taisa says like, don't worry, your pregnancy will be over. And we're like, yeah, but then you have a baby like for like, you know, right. you, you take care of a baby. And we're the reason we were joking about that, which seems very sad now, but was like, having a baby in the wilderness will also not be, it's not like that will be easy. Right. And so if there is some sort of, you know, this is awful. Shauna didn't want a baby. And like, you know, that is an awful thing. And again, I so much credit to, um, uh, gosh, I want to get Sophie and Elise. Sophie and Elise in terms of being able to form, to perform this and the complicated things. And again, I actually think this is like, you know, a really, um, interesting timing for the episode with like, you know, pregnancy hap uh, like a uh, you know roe versus wade in, in the united states and this idea that like she doesn't she didn't want the baby and you know we saw a scene last season where they tried to not she tries to not have the baby they tried to like mm -hmm. do an abortion and that does not and that does not work and so she's carrying out this birth and how like this idea that like this is this is not the happy outcome that like sh like shauna wants right this is right. an awful situation to have to like you you went through with a pregnancy you might not have wanted the baby but also like now the baby didn't live. So it's like, I don't know, it's this really tragic story. But how will the Yellow Jackets, you know, how will they make sense of this? And if the wilderness clearly is not something that they are willing to get rid of, even in the in the wake of um, the baby not living, then what will their response to to that be, I think, is a tremendously like interesting um, thing to analyze uh, on the show. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, I do agree with you in terms of, um, I, I think we could see it almost. I'm trying to think, right? Like religion is a very tricky thing. Faith is a very tricky thing. And sometimes when you go through something like uh, extreme loss, depression, right, all of those things, people do turn to to faith to help them. 100%. And so we could see that despite the fact that Lottie is saying like, oh, to Travis, like, oh, the, the wilderness recognizes your sacrifice and so do I when he bleeds on the on the skull, mm-hmm. um, even though it doesn't work in the way that they intended it to right lottie is the one who's very excited about the baby she even says to misty like we need your help shauna needs your help for our baby you can save our baby she does not say shauna's baby our baby right um so even though it doesn't work out like they expect it to it could lead to them turning to faith as a way to help them get through like we've seen travis mention a lot of times of like we're going to need something more than food to get us through this winter. Yep. Um, this is a big, and Shauna, I think is the, the sole person at this point, besides Nat, I guess I would also say um, the, the two people are, are Shauna and Nat who are like the only two really not attending uh, Lottie's like prayer circle at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, going through what and Crystal, going Crystal through. hasn't been around to go to the prayer circle. <laughs> Crystal, Crystal was supposed He's to be there through the bar. Very tardy. We were going to sing a song. Um, uh-huh. But but yeah, so we could, we could see that be their return to, to faith. Um, but or their turn to faith, I should say. I mean, and the, and the, I mean, the uh, so the other thing is like you, you, you actually didn't. I mean, and this is awful. And this is where it could get very evil, which is you didn't sacrifice enough you did, uh, yeah which that's is the, why like, the baby right? didn't make it mm-hmm. yeah there's like you you know you thought you were sacrificing well the answer is we actually didn't sacrifice enough to mm-hmm. um to make sure that this baby uh uh lived shauna uh, this is your fault you didn't believe i mean you didn't attend the prayer circle right like a, we, as that would be yeah that's you know we could like, see yeah, it didn't happen offer enough to for the good thing to have happened is the, that's like, why i very cynical yeah. way religion sometimes works that's right? why i am very interested in seeing 
Shauna and Lottie reunite in the present time because they're they're uh it's been te- it's been tense between them to say the least mm-hmm. at least in the in the time we are seeing in the wilderness currently we don't know what happens after but I do want to discuss this like right we get this dream sequence of uh, Shauna has the baby she's struggling to feed it again like you said she's very malnourished not even says it she's like of course you're struggling I mean I- I've heard stories of like it being very difficult to breastfeed regardless of if you're malnourished yeah. like that yeah. is a very difficult thing it's not as simple as like TVs and movies of old would have shown you it to be um and we get this scene of Shauna is sleeping she wakes up the baby isn't next to her and Lottie is breastfeeding the baby and singing Frère Jaca, which is like a French lullaby. Um, this yeah, is fascinating. Frère Jaca very well. Yeah. Oh, I mean, French Canadian, right? Canadians French. is oui, probably, oui. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Also, babies knows the song. <laughs> um. uh, but this is so strange. And Lottie says, like, oh, well, he needs to eat, you know? Um, this yeah. Yeah. was like so much for me when I, I was like, Lottie, this is way too far. Like, but it's not have- Lottie. It's no, not I Lottie. know. It's Shauna. just like, it's so, but like my question to you is Grace, like, okay, all of this is like a dream sequence, right? Like, or, 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 you know, but is there a supernatural impact? Because there is so much with Lottie and like the French of it all, right? The title is key, which is who in French. Like the, there's so much Frenchness. I want to ask it. who the, who the who is this episode. About who me. is the who? Is it the baby? I don't know. So I, I think this is really fascinating because I, th- I don't I don't think we'll I you know might not be for a long time before we know like is there any yeah. truth to this at all or is this 100% Shauna's psyche and what is actually potentially causing as as much of a rift of yes Lottie is like singing to the baby and I think don't sing to the baby I, I think if I think if the if a woman who's pregnant is sleeping I this happens I was singing to a baby on the bus uh the pregnant woman and she said stop so I know you're not supposed to sing to a baby I'm just kidding I didn't do <laughs> I was gonna I say Grace I didn't do what that. are you doing where is Jack uh I didn't I didn't um <laughs> I think you should not do this. I think that uh, wavers into the consent. Get consent to sing to the baby before you ask the person uh, touching the women's uh, stomachs, mm-hmm. all of this stuff. So I think that, yes, yeah, she is acting weird. I also feel like there's a chance that all of this stuff that Shauna is going through is also, and Lottie becoming a leader of the sorts and and and, and putting so much on the idea that the baby is going to be born and, and be some sort of savior or important part of their community that i think shauna might also be like creating a rift between them and and i feel like Mm -hmm. the psyche like the 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 dream psyche moment is is shauna feeling like lottie is overstepping her bounds which she like is but she's not like the baby is not born but she's not breastfeeding the baby but shauna can imagine a world where she had her baby lottie would try to breastfeed the baby so i i i you know, I, to me, in terms of it being a supernatural event, I lean less like that because I feel like if the super, um, unless the, unless it's trying to tell Shauna, you need to be the leader, which is another another piece. I keep saying, and I apologize, like I come on air every week, and I'm like, but actually, our main cast are the bad are the bad ones because mm-hmm. there's a world where as Lottie is trying to like is 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 put into a, a little bit of a, a leadership position, and now we've had potentially. um you know, this I'm I'm not gonna like I'm not saying this, but like in the world of a catastrophic failure that was supposed to be the savior baby right. and the baby doesn't live. Is this a failure of leadership on Lottie? And Lottie gets pushed out. And I feel like the way that I could, could explain modern day Lottie is 
if if she felt like she could actually be a good leader and for 30 years she has not actually had to deal with any supernatural stuff what if she's in the way that like nat thinks that she has something under her sleeve right what if this is just like yeah look, look i'm just using the skills that like you know mari thought i would be good at being a lead. and look i am i'm helping all of these people and why that might be in the modern day lottie is sort of a cult leader it's like if she gets pushed out of being the leader of the yellow jackets community and and this is where the supernatural piece is like is shauna having this is the is the wilderness telling shauna like stop letting lottie like be in charge like lottie shouldn't be yeah. in charge you know i, I just mean think the there's thing is a lot it's certainly possible because the reason I was leaning on possibly supernatural stuff is because simply because I feel like anytime Lottie is doing anything to do with the French language, there's always something there, right? Because I, right. all I can remember right. is from season one where they say Lottie doesn't know French. Right. Like, I mean, not that I don't know French. I know Shaka, right? Like, this is not like <laughs> you don't need to know French to know a lullaby. But at the same time, Shauna's imagining that. And I, I totally agree with you. We could see something where there is a uh, lot of getting dethroned because people like Mari, people like, you know, um, some of the others her. are start like you, you didn't save the baby. Like this is your fault, Lottie, not Shauna's fault, but Lottie's fault. Because How tragic what, would that be for like, that's tragic for both of them. I mean, yeah. Shauna, right. Especially you think about it from Shauna's point of view of like, I'm the one who lost a baby, like, you know, but right. Which would push them even further uh, exactly. uh, away from each other. That's really fascinating. It's like, it's all very like, interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, and so yeah, so we have this again, a huge credit to Sophie and Elise and, and her performance this episode, because it was all so just heartbreaking. And and even when you I mean, I, I had to rewatch God, I had to rewatch this episode, which is like just mm -hmm. truly awful. I don't ever want to have to see this episode again just because of how hard it is to watch. Um, but like she her saying, like, I can still hear him crying. Can't you hear him crying? was just Ugh. so brutal. Don't like it. Don't like no. it. Too sad. Um but let's let's jump in forward in time and talk about kind of the connective tissue here, which is Callie and Shauna having to go down to the police department um, where Shauna gets a call. They need to go in for questioning. Jeff, of course, think it's the two of them. But no, Callie is involved. <laughs> Jeff is really upset. Jeff, Jeff has a couple of really good react. He's so good at re reacting like absurdly. And he has yes. two of them this episode. When um, um, Are you talking about when he's sitting in his car listening to F the police? Yes, yeah, right outside the police station. But then also when she comes out and she's like, so I like said I was dating Adam. And he's like, what the hell, Shauna? It's so yeah. funny. He's so good. It's really, really good. Um, Now, the interesting aspect of this is, so Shauna goes in and she tells Callie, like, listen, you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't break the law. And Callie's like, well, actually, I lied to a cop, you know, mom. Um. But it's very interesting because she says, don't even think about it talking to my daughter alone. And I, I don't know about you, but I was like, isn't this illegal? Like, Callie is a minor. Are they allowed so, to question her alone? Yeah, we, again, we could get lawyers weighing in. I think the idea is that, like, you could, you bring them in and then you just see if they're if, – and they can at any time just ask for a lawyer. Um, and as long as – they, so if like if it's a gonna, minor, that's like a different story. No, I don't, I don't know. Please, lawyers, police people, yeah. anybody knows, help us out. Um, but they get split up. So Shauna has to go talk to uh, Detective Syracuse, and then Callie gets pulled in with Kevin Tan. I think this and, is interesting that they. I know that like Syracuse, like Callie, like they know that Callie lied to Syracuse, but to like, yes, swap them. They I thought swap was places. They, they they each are speaking to the one that they don't really actually have the relationship with. Which is yeah. I thought the the scene with Sean, okay, huge. I mean, obviously, Melanie Linsky, we all know she's mm -hmm. a gem. She's a star. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. 
Um, but I was I, I was fascinated by her conversation with Detective Syracuse where she says, you're not an effing genius. I never wanted to be a mom. In fact, I didn't start out a bad person. But in case you haven't noticed, life doesn't turn out the way you think. You have a kid and you don't want to say uh, you want excuse me, you have a kid you don't want to save a marriage you got into out of guilt and shame. And then you just really can't let yourself love either of them. But of course you do. You love them despite yourself. You're just incredibly bad at it. This was so fascinating because I thought being what we know about Shauna, right? Mm -hmm. Like we've seen her hold up a man at gunpoint talking about peeling human beings skin off. I yeah. thought this was all very much a play. Like at, yeah. at first when the scene starts, I thought, oh, she's totally playing him. She's putting on the waterworks. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I, this felt like the truth. I. I I think that sometimes people who are good at manipulating people can also use the truth to manipulate people. If that makes mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like I I like she she's she is she is manipulating because if she wasn't manipulating him, she would say, "Yeah, I killed Adam." <laughs> so like uh, um, she's I think saying it was a board housewife who wanted an affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think that like this this is where like this is why she can put on such a good like what you know not good to put a put a show. I think she is like tapping into these real emotions to to you know, with the, the offhanded shits that, that she won't get caught for killing Adam. So I think it's like both, if that makes sense. I think it's both trying to manipulate the police and also tapping into this really vulnerable emotional state. It makes me also wonder if Jeff even knows about the baby from the wilderness. Yeah. I, I definitely think that it's I a don't possibility think he... that he does not. The only yeah. piece that maybe would say yes is that he's read the journals. But maybe this is something that she either put in a yeah, separate no, journal sure. or destroyed or I, I don't think he does. And the reason is, and again, this is like, I've never had a baby, uh, like full disclosure. I don't know what that is like. I don't know what that is like on your body, on your heart, on any of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would imagine after having such a traumatic experience in the wilderness as a teenager, like it does make sense to me that Shauna wouldn't want another kid and not saying other people would, you know, other people, you all make your own choices depending on like what you feel is right. If you want to be a parent, mm -hmm. all of that mm -hmm. based on who we know Shauna to be as a character and what she says here, it very much feels like. Um, after she goes through that, she doesn't she doesn't want a kid, but she, she says here like out of she never uh, wanted a kid. It, yeah, yeah, I did it out of I, uh, you know to save a marriage that I got into out of guilt and shame. And then like it's so fascinating that she's she does try to protect Callie in this moment where she says leave my kid out of it. Mm -hmm. Right? She mm -hmm. both puts Callie in such harm's way constantly yeah. this season. Yeah. yeah, and then tries to save her here. Yeah. And unfortunately, what she does is further dig a hole for Callie because Callie has the exact opposite strategy, which, in my opinion, strategize before you go in there, folks. <laughs> like, like well, figure out what the plan is before you even see the cops. But, yeah. you know. Um, um, no, I'm I'm with you. And I think that I think that there I think the very complicated nature of Shauna coming back and then being with Jeff is there probably also for Jeff, who who not only um might um want to have uh, uh want to start a family but for shauna there might be this complicated thing of you know i don't want a baby and maybe also having a baby will like you know i think for a lot of people people get this idea that like maybe having a baby will actually fix things right. and i think a lot of and, and that's like i feel like 
not to say that that's exactly what Shauna is thinking. And there's no blame on Shauna for like having a baby and realizing that it like doesn't, doesn't fix things or, or, you know, I, I don't think this is actual like full text in the show, but I do feel like that's a, you know, that's a thing that like happens with like, you know, when a lot of like marriages are working, it's like, let's have a baby. I'll fix things. Like, uh, they'll fix, they'll, they'll fix things. But there is this like societal pressure to mm -hmm. like, you know, I think it's like a get back to normal thing if you have this traumatic experience. And unfortunately, our society just dictates as a very rigid standard of like what is normal. It's like you get married and you have a baby and whatever, you know, and it's like the fact that like Shauna might even feel pressured, like oh, I should do the thing that's normal. We just yeah. have a baby, but I don't really want to have a baby, but maybe it will fix things like that's such a complicated like thing to, for like you know, a, a, a woman to have to, to go through. So yeah, I, I, I thought Melanie Linsky absolutely nailed it. Uh, this scene where she is talking about it and knowing, um, you know, that it's the episode where she's having the baby in the wilderness is just mm -hmm. uh, it's so sad. And uh, yeah, Callie proving uh, to have <laughs> more, more guts, guts than I ever thought. She's, she is uh, showing more and more of her Shauna DNA. This how about season. I say that I slept with the cop? Uh, yeah, like, we'll see who a jury believes, especially oh when I describe God. his weird balls. Kelly, stop it. Stop. Yeah. Oh, stop. And you can see Kevin's face of like, ugh, right? Like, yeah. uh, so it, it's very interesting. They all gather back in the car. And this is when Jeff says, oh, I got a call from Ty. Everyone is gathering up at Lottie's uh, wellness retreat. So the thing is, Jeff trying to say hi to Van and Van, and then they hang up the phone. <laughs> I can't I, I'm not gonna lie I rewound the scene where he uh -huh. says to Ty that like oh it's you know sometimes those bathroom things take a while yeah. Ty's face when he says <laughs> he's like I'll just call back and he's like oh no actually he's gonna be a while in the bathroom you know so uh so yeah everybody is reunited including Misty and Nat who are reunited this episode um, this is so fascinating. Obviously, Nat is going through a really tough time. Basically, she is feeling the guilt of Travis's death. She thought she, she you know, she was trying to blame Lottie this whole time. And mm -hmm. now she's blaming herself because she's the one who told Travis, like, the darkness came back with us. There's something all in us that's broken. And she feels very, very responsible for his death. And we get a little bit more of uh, Elisa on the show saying, like, trying to basically teach Nat that, you know what, we're all suffering. It's meeting it with compassion that's important. She leaves Nat with the 14th gilly, which was very dangerous because Nat nearly killed the poor fish. Mm -hmm. That scene was also very difficult for me to watch because they holding the fish linger out. on yeah. the fish, just blubbing with nothing to breathe for too yeah. long. Grace. Yeah. I was very happy to see her put the fish back in the bowl and then feed, feed the fish. Yeah. Me too. Um, but I will say, uh, Christina Ricci living her best life on this cult compound and yep. like immediately wearing purple and like fitting right in <laughs> really did tickle me. <laughs> yeah. I thought definitely, um, you know, I thought, uh, you know, sort of a lesser misty episode, at least in the present day, I definitely, you know, she has this moment where, um, uh, she really steps up after, um, not being able to step up to help deliver, try to deliver the baby. Um, but, um, in the modern day, I, I kind of was thinking we'd get a little bit more Nat and Misty dynamic duo, which we, we didn't, which is okay. We're about to like enter all of them being together. Um, but, uh, yeah, very fun. She, her conversations at check-in and everything was, was, was very fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially like you said, the, uh, the Misty and Ty hug and then Misty saying, Oh, are you guys back together? So um, fun. was very fun. Uh, yeah, I do think we're going to get more of, of Misty and Nat. Although I did, I did, I have to say, I did find it very interesting when they first see each other and Nat asks Misty, Oh, what happened to the guy that was with yeah. you? And she says, Oh, he just went home. 
and Nat no says, way. we're we're all like this, aren't we? Like, yeah. in my mind, that means, like, we're all liars, aren't we? Like, yeah. we all are just, like, really, really bad liars who just say whatever we want to say without any sort of, like, thought of, uh, you know, consequence, basically. I think we're only probably on a one-episode break from our boy, Walter. I think he's probably lingering around the outside of the compound. Um, yeah, it, it would surprise me if by episode eight we don't we don't have Walter Especially back. Especially if Shauna is um if Shauna's at the compound now and Walter is investigating Adam. Yep. Bad news. Bad news, bears. Uh so that that's our episode. That's where we leave off with everyone everybody kind of um uh back together in the present day timeline. Very exciting. I will say, like for as hard as this episode was to watch. I was really pleased to see all of our like big name, massive like characters in the present day timeline reconnecting, especially uh, we're going to get we're going to get to see a lot of dynamics that we have never seen in adult versions of these characters. Right. Like we're going to see Shauna and Lottie, Van and Lottie, mm -hmm. like a lot of these characters that we've never seen them interact. They're going to be interacting. So not only do we have four, we have six altogether, yeah. which is so thrilling. I feel like th this is. <laughs> I hate to keep saying this. I don't want to harp on this so many times, but like, I, this is why I really don't understand the break between episodes five and six. To me, you're better off pacing wise between six and seven, because this to me feels like, okay, now we're marking off this part of the season is done. Now the yellow jackets are together and we're going to see what havoc they can wreak for the next couple of episodes. That to me feels like a bigger moment to end on than than Shauna giving birth. But you know, what do I know? I, I, don't I, I, I feel like it wasn't a, um, a like this is a good place to take a break and we have to i i feel like it feels like they they were gonna have to take a break last week for whatever reason i i don't yeah. know what that reason is but it feels like they were gonna have to take a break last week. Yeah. So, yeah um but that was our episode it was certainly a more difficult one i would yeah. say like not one of my favorites and not again like the baby eating thing felt very gratuitous in a way that i didn't need and I'd also felt a little bit like I could have used probably one less scene of Shauna trying to feed the baby. Like it felt like they were really hitting us over the head with that. And it felt like I could have used a little less of it because especially when you're just going to like rip the rug out from under us and the baby is not alive. You know, I did, I did think the, 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 when, when Nat comes in and realizes that that the baby is feeding and then she says she's like oh i'll go tell the others and she's like actually can i just have this moment i i thought that was really sweet and i know like that all gets upended because like the the moment you know it doesn't ha it doesn't really happen and and the baby eating and all, and all of that stuff but you know to be fair it's probably been a while since they had baby back rips jess <laughs> stop it grace <laughs> if we need to edit that one out, we edit <laughs> no that one. we're not um, um <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I thought that that was such a lovely moment of that specific, that's that yeah. specific of like, actually, can I just have this one moment? And again, I get the point of like, yeah, maybe it's one too many of like trying, but I also, I don't know. I, I don't feel like I see a ton of, you know, maybe it's just the TV that I'm watching. I need to broaden my horizon, but, but this, this thing of like, um, uh, of the challenges of breastfeeding. And like, you know, I think I, I, my mom has talked about like, she really had time and was like really, I think a little bit self-conscious. And if I have this story wrong, mom, if you're listening, apologies for that joke. I made. <laughs> um, 
which is my mom chose to um to to use formula much quicker than than a lot of mm-hmm. uh, you know and decided that that was like the her the, the best choice for her and uh like i respect you know i respect it, but it's not like there's formula no, there's out some, there in the uh in the yeah. wilderness unless they did which would have been very fortunate but <laughs> yeah a cabin, cabin guy put, really yeah, has formula. a lot of baby formula stocked up yeah there is a lot of shame again i'm not a mother um uh, there's a lot of shame around like breastfeeding versus formula feeding yeah, a but baby. people just hate women because it's just like don't breastfeed in public and also don't but don't do but don't do form don't do formula, don't do formula also, your baby yeah mm-hmm. it's it, yeah. it, people find ways to to make women have a hard freaking time is the point um but yeah, all of this to say, like, it was, uh, I will say, like, again, credit to Sophie Nalise in, in her performance. And also, like, for the most part, I felt like they handled it very well. You know what? I, I'm just, uh, not that you weren't, but I want to give a shout out to all the other, like, teen actresses. Because they all had to film a scene where, like, oh, we're my dealing God. with the, like, you know, yes. our friend just had a had a stillborn baby. Like That scene um, where they react to Shauna waking up, like, actually Jasmine waking up. Jasmine Savoy Brown being right there for, for like, gosh, so well all, done. Yeah, she's the only um, one who like stays right they all kind of get up and walk away and she hugs her and like yeah yeah. which i feel like could feel mean but i also think that's so good like not the same example but like sometimes at like summer camp and like a kid like gets hurt or something and like everybody's like you know right there and it's just like no give them their space space so i actually you know i thought just the way all of that worked was like yeah it was really good and yeah props to them i mean um, they've had to film some challenging things um on set and i'm sure that would be up there um uh, absolutely and 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 again i do appreciate that like yeah it's a pretty raw look at you know yeah, child yeah. yeah. Um, to qu- leave us off on a quick little teaser for the deep dive, I'm gonna get into with uh with Marissa. I feel like, and I'm gonna have to listen to it. A what few would more be times. the best part of a baby to eat? No, oh. <laughs> I feel like um when Shauna is being woken up in the fake the dream sequence, right? Yeah. Like she wakes up and they hand her the baby, whatever. When you hear them say Shauna, Shauna, it sounds like Jackie's voice to me. And I Ooh. think it is. And I'm going to have to re-listen to it a few times. Ooh, but shout, shout out, if you, if you hear it, tell me if you think it is Jackie's voice or not. Because to me, it sounds like it. And it reminds me of the dream sequence that we get when Jackie, everyone's like, I love you, Jackie. And then she dies. Um, It kind of reminds me of that. So I'm going to have to to re-listen mm. to that scene as much as I don't want to have to. Just again. Right. I'm going to go back and listen to that scene specifically. Um, But, of course, as I mentioned, this is not the only Yellow Jackets podcast this week. I'll be back with Marissa doing a deep dive. Uh, Josh and LT are going to be doing, obviously, their Versus podcast, which is going to be even more exciting this week because they actually have Yellow Jackets to compare to Succession. <laughs> ah. um, <laughs> kind of breaks uh, the format showtime yeah. when you don't air an episode. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, if you want to send in feedback, if you have any theories, anything like that, pushrecups.com slash buzz, buzz, buzz. If you want to subscribe, pushrecups.com slash yellowjackets. And of course, if you want to be a patron, patreon.com slash recaps. If you also want to go to pushrecaps.com slash subscribe, it shows you kind of all the big shows that we're covering right now. Obviously, like Ted Lasso is on. It's all all the big ones. Ted Lasso, Succession, Yellow Jackets. We got it all. Everything's coming out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Grace, where can people find you if they want to hear more from you? I am on Twitter at Hi From Grace. Here on Post Show Recaps, I'm talking about movies or doing a dark rewatch pod. You and I are also chatting succession. Um, and yeah, anything else I'm doing, you can follow me at, at on Twitter at High From Grace and I'll keep you updated. Uh, you can find me at the Jess Sterling. Of course, I'm mostly talking succession and yellow jackets. You can also hear me on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me with Sarah Ferguson talking about 90s content. We are currently in the middle of Dawson's Creek season six which is such a mess, but like, it's still fun to chat about. Uh, and of course this month, uh, we have a special theme because it's, it's gonna be May. 
we're going to be talking all about um, musically inspired 90s films. So more on that later to come this uh, this month. But uh, you can find us at Shit90sPod. Uh, and of course, we'll be back next week with episode 7 of Yellow Jackets. And until then, a licky boom boom down. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.